At the peak of the Black Lives Matter movement, a phrase representing the counter-movement began to arise. This phrase was known as All Lives Matter. With this phrase came with the reasoning that it isn't necessary to only speak about the issues regarding Black people, but all people. They ask, why only focus on one race? In this episode of Conversations with My Black Grandpa, we will be digging deep in thought about why this phrase seems to hinder so many people, Black and white, from moving toward justice for Black communities. Today, we are going to be talking about um, just kind of going further and deeper in our discussion about when, whenever we talk about saying like, oh, we need to do something for black people or yeah, black people, we need to improve our communities with this. And, you know, we need to focus more on improving our relationships with this. And then you would hear somebody say, why only for black people? Why can't you try improving everybody's community? Why do only black lives matter? And all this type of stuff. And I wanted to know, I know since you get this type of answer or this type of reply a lot, I have some questions, you know. Uh, My first question is, like, what is, just describe your experience in general on what it's been like um, helping Black people and other non-Black people who may have that response understand the importance of taking action for their own communities instead of trying to do it for everybody else. First of all, let me say, I have experienced people who had a problem with my focus on the black community. Some folks think that means I hate folks. It's amazing, isn't it? You can't mm-hmm. love you can't love black folks unless you hate somebody. I don't have to hate anybody. But some folks think that that's the way it is. So uh if you if you love black folks, that means you hate white folks. Uh something like that. Well that's because of our distorted thinking. We are the only group who have to deal with that. From what I can see, no other group seem to have a problem doing what's good for themselves. In fact, we praise other immigrant groups for how they work together and look out for each other and make sure they help each other and all like that. And we praise them. So I say, okay. The reason we are not doing it is because somebody talked us into not doing it. Everybody knows that's what you're supposed to do. The Bible said, he that cares not for his own is departed from the faith and worse than an infidel. So you have to care for your own. It's called taking responsibility. So there's no one who is responsible for everybody. Nobody even tries to be responsible for everybody. We're the only folk who think we should be responsible for everybody because somebody has manipulated our thinking. So, if we ever got our ducks in a row and our thinking in a row and took possession of our mind, we would know taking responsibility for your own is normal. And so we should not see it as being something exceptional 
we're the exception now by not doing have you ever had any success in bringing somebody to understand this concept one person okay that had said himself I hated black people he's black now but he said I hated black people and he said when I started talking about helping black people he thought I was crazy and he said that um, for a period of time he started trying to do things to make me upset and he said I didn't get upset I always treated him with respect even though he was acting out of order like not returning my calls he would say, I'll call you back and then call back. He kept doing a little, ar- ar- little irritating thing. About two weeks passed. And then I called and he answered the phone. And he said, well, you passed the test. I said, test? What test? I just didn't believe, I didn't believe that you cared about black folks. And I thought I'd do what I could do to make you mad. And you wouldn't get mad. And you kept acting respectful toward me. He said, now I believe that you're for real. You really do care about black people. And so he started saying, I'm going to start caring about black folks. So he started doing things for black people himself that he had not done before. He started a class, started teaching the class in the library. And been and has been teaching that class for about 10 years now. And it's... T- and it's is like 99% black. And uh, so he's demonstrating that he cares about black folks. He said, I love black folks. I think that's really interesting on how he never saw anybody love black people. Therefore, he just decided to hate black people. Right. See, it's normal to hate black people. Mm. In the eyes of most people, Hating black people is normal. In fact, if a non-black person cares about black people, they might be called that strange word, in lover. And so it's almost like the normal thing is to hate black people. And so for black people to hate black people, that's normal in the eyes of a lot of people. And for black people to love black people, that seemed like abnormal. Doesn't that sound crazy? Mm-hmm. That sound crazy. You, you hate black folks, that's that's normal. You love black people, that's abnormal. So you see how twisted your thinking could get? Well, okay. But that was only one success story. What do you think was hindering other people from coming to that understanding? Is it because they didn't test you like the other guy did? Or do you just think they didn't want to become out of the norm, so they just kept doing what they were doing? I don't think it's a simple transition. That was a an exceptional case. I think the, the way we have to handle it now is what I call the slow rain. And that means a little influence over time like a slow soaking rain gradually gradually making the ground soaked with water we have to give people a certain amount of positive 
influence, positive influence, to give them gradually more and more reasons to love black people. Um, one of the things that I put in a, a manuscript that I hadn't published yet is that we should restrict the the uh, generalization that is negative. A generalization is like all black folk are crazy, all black folk are lazy, all black folk are lazy. We have to discontinue that in your conversation. Uh, and if you do it as a, if you're a leader and you don't require allow this in your organization, then they'll begin to take on the idea that you can't say negative things about all black people, except it's something positive. And so uh, by being an example of not being negative about all black people and being positive, <clears throat> that gives other people a pattern to follow. And they have a tendency to follow the, lead the leadership of the organization. So if it's something bad, let it be specifically on somebody. If it's something good, spread it across the board. You know, black folks are some fine people. And so uh, if you don't have anything that's positive, don't say anything about black people at all. The language change would help a lot. We have a tendency to say things that are negative when it's black people. And when it's positive, it's all the other people. We have to change our language. Start with yourself. Don't worry about the other folks. Just start with yourself. We have to make sure. I make sure I don't do it. And then other people might see what I do. If other people make a negative statement, I need to say, well, that might be true for some black folks. But I know mm. that's, it's not true for all. It's not true for you and me, right? Okay, so help break it down. So when did you come to this concept or this understanding yourself or like within your life? Like, oh. did you always think this way or did you have mm. this realization later? I had some strange thoughts. I used to think that uh, everything we needed, we had to learn it from white people. I used to take youth groups to white organizations to learn, thinking they would learn from them. I had this idea <clears throat> for some reason that white people had what we needed. And that would like be like in the 70s, I think. And uh, I read start, I was reading books that, that helped me to see that my people had something that was worth uh, being proud of. A book by Janice Hale Benson called Black Children uh, gave me the, the idea that black people had a culture that is uh, uniquely ours and we didn't have to borrow from anybody else. And when I read that book, I felt good on the inside. I said, ooh, I got real culture that's not somebody else. I, I started feeling proud of what I had because of that. Um, when I 
read the book called Shaping of Shaping of Black America by Laron Dennett. I felt like, oh, the problem we have with racism is not something that just happened. The country wanted it to happen. They made laws to make it happen. They punished people who did not cooperate. So what we have called the racism problem or racism is a constructed problem. It's a problem that's created by engineers, people who had political power, who could force people to do whatever they wanted them to do. So they forced whites to think white, forced blacks to think black. And they used the law and punishment. And when I say punishment, I don't mean no tapping on the hand. I mean all the way to hanging and death and torture to uh, teach people how to stay in their place. Uh, whites to be in the place of privilege and blacks to be in the place of <clears throat> degradation. <clears throat> so a book by the name of Black Labor, White Wealth. Black Labor, White Wealth by Claude Anderson has a list of all, all the laws that was passed to create uh, a lot of what we're talking about. He had the, the name of the law, the date it was passed and uh, instituted and all that. So we are not living in a haphazardous society. It's constructed by the founding fathers who wanted this to be a white country. And they wanted all non-whites to know they're in a secondary place. And so these laws were put in place to create this um, division in the country. So the country did it, not somebody, but the country did it through this legislation and law. I think it was interesting when you said that they constructed something about they constructed society for white people to think white and black people to think black. Yes. And then, and yet you received comments saying almost like when you want to when you want to point your focus specifically on black people, that it's too specific. Now you're almost too, you're thinking too much about black people. And yet, they don't understand that they wanted you to think a way to make it seem like Black people had to think this way. And kind of think like, what's the word? Colorblind. Uh, oh. But in fact, to keep yourself is like... Oh, let, let me explain what I mean by think Black, think white. Okay. It has more to do with social position, not color. Mm, okay. If you're black, your social position was uh, subordinate or second class. In other words, your position is what they wanted to teach, not your skin color. Because of your skin color, you are therefore marginalized. You therefore have to sit in the back of the bus or have to stand outside the back door. In other words, they wanted to give you humiliation that you want to be humiliated. They want you humiliated. So when I say think black, I don't mean think about being black, but think about the consequences that they are going to levy on you, such as you can't come in here or 
you have to pay more for less or things that like so that I can treat you bad I can treat you in a disrespectful way because you're black and you're supposed to say that's the way I'm supposed to be treated so I have to you know stay in my place so to speak now people who did not stay in their place of being subordinate were oftentimes tortured and murdered they call it lynching uh, if you didn't stay if the black person didn't stay in a subordinate position they might get killed or beaten or tortured okay. and a white person who did not stay in their privileged position may get tortured or beaten because whites had to act privileged they couldn't act like they couldn't deal with black folk like regular people they're supposed to treat black folk like they're inferior and they're supposed to act, in, act superior for example a highly uneducated white person can tell a highly educated black person call me mister you know like that and if they didn't force that you know they didn't do that then they would be not they're not acting white so this uneducated white person can tell tell this highly educated black person call me mister if he doesn't call him mister then he had the right to punish the black person they can punish the black person by doing whatever they think is right I was thinking of it in a way where it's like kind of like they were trying to teach black people to be colorblind and not Mm-mm. think about race when no, in fact no, 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 no. becoming more conscious of it actually helps you actually helps your community thrive that's what I thought no, you meant no. <laughs> teaching black people how to be black they're the only time I'm teaching you to be subordinate to be to be subordinate to the uh, to white to take your position of subordination to be a second class citizen to you know to expect to get less for whatever you do to get paid less or whatever so that is what is described by the policies of this country is they wanted black people to be to feel normal while they're being in a subordinate position. And then those who would say, I reject that, <clears throat> see them as being radical or troublemakers. They don't mm-hmm. know how to stay in that place. Okay. So going back to our, you know, original talking point, how do you think the black community should approach um, other peoples who oppose their position to focus on the black community how do you think they should react or like how should their actions be if they come across somebody who is opposing their cause or like their decision to do that that's a pretty good question because the conversation for what you do in a black community is really limited to most mostly to the people you're working with, that is, black people. So you're not trying to convince non-black people to do anything. They don't have to ask anything or you don't have to, they don't have to give you anything because it's really like one man's family. He's taking care of his family. 
he doesn't have to explain to somebody else why he's taking care of his family because that's his responsibility. Once we realize that's our responsibility, then it's nobody's, there's not any problem for anybody because they're taking care of theirs and you're taking care of yours. And you're not in charge of anybody else's family. So you take care of your family and they take care of their family. Uh, At some point, there may be some collaboration if there's some mutual benefit, but you're not obligated to do anything. Um, I think responsibility is the basic part of taking care of black folk. If no, if, if, if black people didn't take care of black folk, who else is supposed to do it? Who else is, uh, who else is obligated to take care of black people? See? It becomes a blank state because there ain't nobody obligated to take care of black folk. So the only folk who are obligated, if at all, would be black people. It is no more than a man taking care of his family. And you have to lose your dignity and your sense of self-respect when you start thinking somebody else is supposed to take care of you. You have to start thinking you must belong to somebody. Are you somebody's property? Is somebody obligated to take care of you? What makes you somebody else's responsibility? And what makes other folks some my responsibility? So, so no, I have taken up my responsibility. That's the bottom line. Now, when I get mine taken care of, which would take a long time, then maybe I can see who else I can help. Now, of course, that doesn't mean I don't help anybody, but it does mean my focus is on helping those that I'm obligated to. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between like having a focus and then being ex- what's the word? Exclusive? Exclusive? And excluding others. Having Being able to focus your time and energy on something for the sake of like pro- your productivity and letting that one focus being productive versus like trying to spread out your efforts, trying to spread your efforts out through different causes can honestly be exhausting. Say what? I think it would be exhausting to it feel would, like you would, have it would, to. It'll be a failure. Mm-hmm. First of all, we are at the bottom of the economic ladder. We have about one and a half percent of the American wealth. We make up about 12 to 13% of the nation's population. But we have about 1.5% of the nation's wealth. So we have the least amount of wealth in any group in the country. We are the least qualified to have to take on additional responsibility when we have such a vast amount of challenges that we had not even conquered yet. We have to overcome all the 400 years of oppression when other people didn't have to do that. Where we had all our progress burned down, torn down, and so on, destroyed. We have to constantly rebuild, rebuild, rebuild so that and uh, 
And by the way, there's a book called The Black Tax. Did you ever get that book? I think you sent it to me in an email, but it's on my reading list. It's on your reading list. Uh, the Black Tax would be a book by Sean Rochester that talks about what it costs to be black in America. Now, what he means is that non-blacks don't have to pay the price that we have to pay. We pay more for being black. And we get less when we sell so that we have higher fees to pay and less income. And so just being black in America costs money. And so here we are with one and a half percent of the nation's wealth and paying more than anybody else to be in this country and gaining less income so that we're in the least position to take on any responsibility beyond ourselves. We are the least equipped. In fact, just the other day, a gentleman said, you know, the the um, immigrants say they can get loans from the bank if they set up business in the black community. They can't get loans to set up business in a white community, but they can get loans to set up business in a black community. However, for a black person to get a loan to set up business in a black community would be very difficult. There was a one author that wrote a book called The Black Entrepreneur. And uh, I can't call his, uh, the author's name, but that's the title of his book. And he himself was denied a loan because he was black. <clears throat> he wrote it up so well that the banker says, I want to invest in that business myself. That is the best business plan I've ever heard over the phone. But when he got in the bank and they saw that he was black, they turned him down. So others don't have, uh, non-blacks don't have to deal with those kinds of setbacks. So they can move ahead much quicker. Uh, so uh, with the least amount of wealth in this country and the least chance of gaining wealth, we have to put our heads together and do all we can for ourselves because if we don't, nobody else is obligated to do it. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end for today, Granddaddy. What do you think? Okay. That sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would say that I could I could leave I could leave with um, three, let's see, I would say five points real quick. Mm-hmm. One, to get started, we ought to have two or three folks who are thinking along the line of taking responsibility. Those two or three folks should be able to talk to each other. And those two or three folks should have continuous learning, reading, and studying in order to better understand how to work with our conditions okay? and then number three they should have a place where they're going to practice what they learn a community small maybe 350 houses or something like that practice what you learn and, and number four 
focus on the young people and all those that support young people. But the young people are the focus of the of our efforts. And number four, number five, adopt a common vocabulary so your words are the same when you talk. You know what you're saying. A common vocabulary. Even though we speak English, our words have so many different meanings. You have to decide what the word means. And then number six, make your activity become uh, intergenerational so that it's transferable so that when we die off, it won't end with us. And that's not end. Are these, are some of those points ones that you mentioned in your manuscript that you still have to publish? The five, I mean, the six points I just made are not in that in that manuscript. Mm-hmm. This is new stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to be waiting on that published. On, on the six items I just mentioned? Or the old? On both. Okay. okay. Both of them. You still got time in you. You got um, time. Okay. You know, I didn't even list that as part of my objective, part of my goals for the year, did I? Mm-mm-mm. You know, you know. Sometimes I think that. Sometimes I think that maybe we should not put it in a book. How else would you want it? Demonstrated by action. Mm-hmm. If we made it happen, it'll be easier to make it in a book. If you don't put it, if you don't make it happen, to me, the book is on another theory. I have had a lot of books, theories, but no action. Hmm. And I see, I said, okay, another theory. But I want somebody to give an action. Like, this is where we did it. And this is how we did it. Like that. A come and see. That to me would be a way of show and tell. And then a book would be really good then. Because we want to say, how did you do it? How did you do it? Read my book. Mm. You know, if I'm a person who can do something, like a person who's good at something, and I wrote a book, you see me do it, then you see a book on how to do it. Okay, I see that. I like to do it just like you. But I think you've been doing it. You think so? Yeah. Like Uh, our last episode on how you... You've built multiple, you've helped cultivate multiple communities in Memphis. You can just put testimonials either within that manuscript or just in a separate one. And it would still work. So you're thinking what I've already done is demonstration. Yes. I guess I was thinking of it as another, I took another lick at it. (laughs) (laughs) I made another attempt to do I said I'll just keep on making attempts to do uh, because I said somebody's got to keep trying and if you fail get back up and try again but I think I got the idea now much better than I had before and that is I don't go berry picking without a bucket Mm. did you know what I just said I feel like I understand, but you should explain it for the person who doesn't understand. 
<laughs> Berry picking is something people do in the country. You know, picking blackberries and all that. And if you go berry picking without a bucket, you can only carry what you have in your hand. Mm. And so, if you don't have a bucket, if you don't have a bucket, then you have very limit on what you, a very small, very small limit on what you can do. Uh, and what I mean by that is, if we do things for young people, we need to have a community to do it in, in order to preserve the influence, so they can they can react to each other, they can develop a sense of community. When you scatter your influence across a wide area, it loses its strength. So I call a community a container or a bucket. So whenever you do stuff, do it in that same container until it gets to be stronger. Strong enough to make a difference. And I say, I didn't quite do that. Okay. Yeah, kind of like you grow where you're planted. Have you yeah. heard that saying before? Yeah, grow where you're planted. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. At the peak of the Black Lives Matter movement, a phrase representing the counter-movement began to arise. This phrase was known as All Lives Matter. With this phrase came with the reasoning that it isn't necessary to only speak about the issues regarding Black people, but all people. They ask, why only focus on one race? In this episode of Conversations with My Black Grandpa, we will be digging deep in thought about why this phrase seems to hinder so many people, Black and white, from moving toward justice for Black communities. (laughs) 